0: Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello everybody, welcome to Chat of the Wild, this episode, yes, choo-choo indeed, Uh, in this episode we are just Trace Choo-Choo Boys, Uh, Jonathan is not going to be joining us for this episode, he'll be back next week and he can talk about all of the things that he missed in this one, which (laughs) is a lot, there's a lot that happens in this episode, Um, if you didn't know, I don't know how you'd be on this episode and not know, we're playing through The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks.
1: In you our know, last, your, your dog sees another dog, and and you know your your just hand slips, your phone almost falls out of your hand. You grab it, and all of a sudden, you pick the wrong episode.
0: I was going to say, and then you accidentally subscribe, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> to our brand new five dollar Patreon tier. Uh, <laughs> uh. Anyway, in this episode, uh, we are going to go and explore a new land and get to a new dungeon and. See some interesting things. Sure. Do some stuff that, uh, as I know, hearing some of our our group chat was not necessarily fun for everyone here. Um, I'll just say I actually had a really good time in this episode. Uh, I might be the only one, but let's go ahead and jump into that. So uh, we have a new path that opened up in the grasslands area. Uh, And if we go down there, we'll we'll see a new little... uh, what is it? A little depot, if you will, that if you go and stop though mm. if you go and stop there, there's a house. You go walk in there and there's a familiar face. It happened building. a couple of
1: times though, where like a new little path opens up and then there's just a hidden town on it. Like after the dungeon's done or whatever.
0: Well, they hide um they hide the towns constantly mm-hmm. in here, which I actually like. Now, this has been a weird thing that I have turned on. That at first, I was like, I didn't think it was going to matter to me. I like going through this map and like just being like, okay, did I go through this area here or something that? The way, like, gotta get all finding the, the bunnies. Yeah, like, going through all that, I'm like, I actually kind of enjoy this. It's kind of satisfying to me. Uh, especially, like, being able to write on that map, right? Like, say, like, I've been through this area, been through this area, done mm-hmm. all that. Um, but we go into here and, uh, you go in the building and yeah, we see what looks like lineback. Yeah.
2: yeah. Looks like lineback <laughs> acts like linebacker,
1: and Dressed like a, like uh raggedy and version of lineback. He's got like this, like sailor suit on or something. Like he's got children's clothing on.
0: Yeah, and he, he says this thing that suddenly made me uh I hear Linebeck the third, this is who we're meeting right now, mm-hmm. uh, as having a French accent for whatever reason oh. now. Uh, <laughs> <Linebeck>. Because <laughs> at twa. one point he says, What do you want? You rupeeless ragamuffin <laughs> And I that's exactly how it sounded in my head. And I was like, Okay, he's got a French accent now. All right. <laughs> So, French uh,
1: Lineback shows up.
0: So, well, we show up to French Lineback. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. And we is... stopped here because we can't really go any further, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, this is where uh, there was some foreshadowing done in a previous episode. The bridge is out. And you oh, guys hey. have That's right. spoken
1: to the bridge man. Yeah. Don't we know about a, a guy who makes a bridge who was like, hey, I'm the guy who makes bridges. If you need Bridgment. me, I can make a bridge. I'll be here. You... <laughs> ready to make a bridge at any time.
0: Um, we go through all of this, and he's just, so, and uh, uh, Linebeck is the third. Uh, mm-hmm. Linebre- Linebeck Trois uh, is over here <laughs> explaining, like, yeah, the bridge is broken. I'm not going to do anything about it. If you know someone that can fix bridges, let them know. Get them here. So this is where we start. let get a again. Bin. We're going we're gonna to have another thing in this episode that is my least favorite Zelda thing. And it's not just Zelda. This Like, Action Adventure Games for a long time did this, where we are going to go somewhere. We have to be prompted by someone saying, you can't do this thing yet. Mm-hmm. Go all the way back to this person. Even if you talked to them before, suddenly they're like, now I will help you. Yeah. Let's go back again to where you were. And but it is a Zelda thing where they're just like, we're going to make this travel more complicated than it's been previously.
2: <laughs> right. I think the reason I especially hate this is because traveling by train kind of sucks. Uh, like <laughs> you just do this dance of having to avoid these bomb trains that I figured out you cannot kill. You can shoot them a bunch of times no. and they like
1: move slower we'll slow down something. a bit. Yeah. They shut down or something,
2: but
0: they still keep coming. So they still yeah. will keep moving in the direction they're going. They just go a little bit slower.
1: Yeah. That's like it. The, like they like there's some inertia there, but they just kind of shut down for a second and like, oh, oh, man. All right. Hold on. Let me get a breath. And then they kind of pick back up.
0: So yeah. when we go back to the bridgeman, um, we he agrees to go with us to work on it because he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. I love fixing bridges.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm the bridge um, guy. I do bridge stuff.
0: Uh, When we get him on there, we get stopped by train picture guy. Ferris, yes. And he basically says, like, good luck with that guy. When he gets (laughs) on the train, he is so picky. I don't know
1: if you know this, but us train people, like, whew, he is legendary in the train community for being a stingy passenger.
0: Now, we have gone past these signs numerous times, but they have not mattered. Where there are signs that... Show the show wind. It's like a wind symbol, sort of it's thing.
1: It's like it's like uh, smoke, smoke coming out of a smokestack. Yeah, like, sure. Um, there's like a swirl above a, a chimney or something. And there's
0: also two different ones that have two different types of arrows on them.
1: Mm-hmm. Now and then stops out... places where we have to stop too. Sometimes there's like a stop sign. Is it a stop sign? I thought it it's was like just... a circle, but it, yeah. When
2: you... When you get to a, um, when you get to a station. A station, you have to stop yeah. right at the station. Otherwise, it's
1: yeah. oh right.
0: So what we have to do as we're traveling with the person is we have to keep them happy, and that means blowing our whistle when we go past whistle signs, slowing down when we go to slow signs, and then speeding up when we get to there, S- as well as coming to a a steady stop at stations you can't do the slam in reverse to slow everything down anymore
1: right when right. you have
0: someone with you when you're right by yourself the 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 world is open to you to yeah, do it whatever however you want
1: it, you know we know what we're doing train mm-hmm. rules do not apply when we're by ourselves
0: and, and now we also know that this is going to be a recurring thing
2: yeah as Once again, playing on the Wii U and having the two screens set up, I wasn't looking at the top screen during that conversation with Ferris. And so not for the whole conversation, but like intermittently during that conversation, Mm -hmm. it will flash the signs you need to be looking for on the screen. And so I didn't see that the first time. (laughs) And I just like was like, okay, I guess I'll know what the signs are when I see them.
1: And I did not. I I absolutely did not. (laughs) yeah well and then they don't act uh like you have to be doing it as you approach the sign and so if you do it too early or too or too late or something like that he'll be like ah you didn't do the the rules of the road correctly the window's
0: not 100 percent clear right it's
1: really tough to tell this is the most like gta quest mission ever like you know where we like
0: d- Yeah the San Andreas dating ones like where know, they're just like go do a drive by or yeah or, <laughs> like, or, or no but okay. sometimes there's
1: people that are like hey you know you gotta we're being we're tailing a cop or you know we gotta be not yeah. suspicious so we gotta follow the stoplights and crap, you know right. like we gotta drive perfectly or you'll anger the pizza guy or whatever you know it is.
0: Yeah. Uh So, uh, I also went around and talked to a couple people, and apparently this will be something later that we'll we'll get, that one of the Anuki... Uh, in the ice area, because I went back uh, after, like, I I realized, like, oh, there's a couple other things I can do with my boomerang, where I can make some ice platforms, so where is it really icy? Over in the snow area. And one of them mentioned how they needed wood to build a fence for the monsters, Mm -hmm. and we know that one of these areas, well, BC doesn't, because he didn't go there, Uh, but we do know that one of the towns, uh, their major export is lumber, and so I went and their major thinking, import is
1: women, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> ideally.
0: Uh, and it, I went over there, but they just said basically like, uh, well, once you're equipped to take lumber, uh, mm-hmm. we can help you out. But for now, we're not equipped. So maybe we'll get another add-on with the train where we can carry heavy things, something mm-hmm. like that, I'm assuming.
1: we also We also run into a fishmonger in this episode. And we will be able to transport fish to places that require fish
0: but we can't right now right I don't believe I didn't, so i don't I, didn't, I was not i don't able think to. i spoke with this guy
1: i was not able to
0: okay um we go and take uh bridgeman all the way back to Linebeck. this is and, the guy who builds bridges yes uh and he basically says like yeah i can do this i can build any bridge you need look but look it's gonna bridge. cost
1: you five thousand rupees Hopefully this bid was free. Hopefully the bid was not included in that price, because we went and got him. We provided transportation. I think Um, that should count for something.
0: Linebeck shows up, and, I mean, this is Linebeck's area. This is his yard, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, for now, he's, like, stuck here or
1: something? I forget what he said. Like, he's trying to make some deals. He's a famous merchant. He's trying to sell treasure, but he's like stuck here or something. I forget what it was.
0: I, I think, I think spiritually all the line feel that way.
1: Okay. Yeah. They're Even always stuck. Yeah. Uh, always I mean, there's a grave here. So yeah, this is clearly his yard.
0: Right. Uh, after we get roped into footing the bill, we then go back to talk to line <laughs> and he says like, okay, look, uh, help me out here. There's a ring where my great grandpa, great, great grandpa. I don't remember how that works. Grandpa. But, uh, Okay. Grandpa. Yes. Yes. You're th- correct. Um, and he basically says, uh, grandpa left this ring that I know is worth at least 8,000 rupees. He then tells us, uh, I have this letter that grandpa left me, uh, talking about this ring and he gives it to us. And it is, you know, it, it is the original line the guy we hung out with in the last game. And he just says, Oh, I buried it here." Here's the hint to you. Here, it's four pages. Um, is it four pages? I yeah, he like,
1: like he he spends the first half like dawdling on about stuff. I started reading this in like a very dignified voice, and then I was like, "Wait, this is Linebeck. Oh, okay. Why am I giving him like any air of like uh, loftiness or like superiority? Like this guy is a a coward. Stop it." <laughs> Uh, it, but the, near
0: the end of it, it just explains, you know, light these two things and go to the intersection and walk this many steps this way and this many steps this way and you'll find the treasure. Ha ha. You go into there, you do all that. I mean, it's, it's straightforward. You do some things. It's not anything necessarily interesting. Uh, we do get a new song here. That is the, what is it? The song of light. Yep. Is that what
1: it's Uh, called? uh, not light. What was it? No, it is no, it's a song of light. Not discovery. No, it's the song
0: of light. It's a song of light. You is can it? get okay. the
1: song of discovery if you didn't already have it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, okay. And they inform us uh, that we can use the song of discovery to dig stuff up out of the ground. Or make things pop so, out of the
0: ground. hmm Is it I'm wondering, does it still show the color for you guys?
2: No. When you're like floating out of songs? the statues?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. yes. No. Oh. No. I've been well, doing only when right I'm year. learning a new song. No, I
0: don't get that anymore. The there, we get we're gonna get two more songs in this episode, and uh, neither of them showed the colors for me anymore. Huh. So I had to actually figure it out by listening to it.
1: You got to be kidding me. Um. I mean, well, luckily the first one's pretty easy.
2: It could be a glitch. It it could be. I was surprised that the songs weren't coming out of the. Um, out of the statues but it's also with the exception of one song that we'll play in this episode they're typically right next to each other so it's not like you have to do jumps Mm -hmm. most of the time oh yeah Uh, so it's pretty easy to just do
0: them by ear
1: especially this one right here this one's a pretty easy one to do by ear so
0: we we get the ring back and then linebacker is talking about like oh this thing is worth you know this much and all of that And then Bridgman hears it and is just like, oh, I think I'll take that ring then. And we'll go (laughs) ahead and say I'll owe you one more thing after this.
1: I like that the lineback's going like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is like, oh, yes, this is great. And uh, and then there's a guy who's like, oh, that sounds that sounds really cool. And he's and he spins around. and He's like, yes, it's worth eight thousand. And then there's like an ellipses as as he sees who was behind him. Mm -hmm. and He gave away gave away the game. Mhm. Not not as good as grandpa. However, we find out after this exchange that he's the treasure purchaser. So yep. the guy is going to have to go through him, He's right? going to have to
0: hawk it back to him at some point if so he wants he can, to really yeah, get the know, money here's through.
1: The finder's it. fee, here's the, you know, this and that, yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: It could just be like, well, if it's worth 8,000 now, I'll hold on to this for a while.
1: Yeah, the market took a tank. Um, <laughs> it's 4 yeah, it grand goes. now.
0: But this is now where we can spend all that treasure we have. Mm-hmm. But something to warn you about, uh you can exchange the treasure for train parts,
2: which they should have told you before
0: they let you sell your treasure.
1: Yes? Yep. Yes.
0: Cuz I sold everything.
1: Oh, I did I, not sell everything. I didn't se- I sold a few. I sold things.
0: everything. Um so I'm 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 well off, and I went back and bought that heart piece for two thousand, and I mm. got Beatles card and bought some other things off of him. So I spent that money. What I else does he okay have right it.
1: now? Anything good?
0: Uh, he had some treasure. There was there was something that I hadn't seen before that was like a thousand rupees. So I was like, yep, yeah, might as well get that. Okay, it's it'll be something. I'm I'm working towards getting those points on my card. Right, I want to level my card up.
1: Um yeah because I should I want to go check a guide to see what kind of train I want to collect or whatever, because there's a few I only sold one thing because I looked at the train parts first to be like, okay, what's the deal? what's going on here before I sent before I sell anything And if I
0: can't make my train look crazy, then what's the point
1: <laughs> i'm I'm going for the the skeleton design because all I could see hey, was the outline and it was huge. just they call, like call a that dragon, crazy train I think. There's a dragon one too, right? Dragon to train. That.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm, know I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, yeah. I have, I have all sorts of ideas, but, uh, I was like, we'll get to this later.
0: I question at this point how easy it's going to be for us to get those things if there's a limited number of those. I That's... have had stuff. Su- I had, had. I, don't know, I have had a few items drop out of like pots. Like I broke a pot and I got mm-hmm. something from it, but, I think that's happened like once or twice.
1: And they're they're all random drops for the most part. I, I think they could be random within, maybe they can have a classification of these are the cheaper ones or these are mm. lesser ones or whatever, but they're all pretty random because you're supposed to be trading with your friends and all that stuff.
0: Uh, one thing we are able to do now as well is if we get 10 stamps for Nico, he will yes. get a prize. Uh, and that is the Shield of Antiquity, which is the shield that we had in the last game. And like likes cannot eat it. Oh, So awesome. that could be useful. After all of this, uh, we're we are ready to go into the next biome. So before we do that, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna explore the Ocean Sanctuary. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long. It's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts here on the HyperX Podcast Network.
1: Coming soon to HyperX.com, HP.com, and more fine retailers. The HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life, which means you could listen to my sultry voice read this copy 36,000 times on one charge. The dual chamber drivers, enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X spatial audio, provide reduced distortion, allowing you to hear audio cues with pinpoint precision. Up to 300 hours of battery, Two chambers, zero wires. The new HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. End of read script. Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2,000. Because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live less than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the
2: O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent, dry British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to O3C.games and tune in every Monday
1: on the HyperX Podcast Network.
0: All right, we are back, and we're in a, a new ocean area so what? so
1: yeah we we had to to get to the ocean area, we had to get the guy who builds the bridges to build the bridge. He's the guy, you know, he's the guy who builds the bridges. when he finishes building the bridge, he's like, "Hey, are you going to go across that? You should probably hurry before it falls apart,
2: yeah, he's like, it's a little shaky
1: in the middle it It's not. It's not stable. You should hurry.
0: I said I build bridges, not good bridges.
1: <laughs> What's who? What makes them bridges? Who? Maybe there's a guy in the snow area who's like better at building bridges. But this was the loudest guy about it, or something. I don't know. But I just find it funny that he's just like, "I'm the bridge guy. I make the bridge. You should hurry up. That bridge sucks." We
2: found the bridge <laughs> guy on Fiverr, and this is what we get. This is what you get.
0: Uh yeah so we make our way into the ocean area and uh you know this this part I think I'd, I I like it in its design I like the fact that I did not expect us to take the train into water and they <laughs> do it in a few ways that still I'm just like oh this is what we're doing in this game reinforcing how much I like this game because it's weird. Zelda mm-hmm. It's doing things that I was not expecting and going in directions where I'm like, why would you do that? Okay. We're, but they're going for it. It's not just like a little throwaway thing. It's just like, no, to get to the next area, we're going to have to take the train under the ocean.
2: <laughs> and you might what? be asking, can a train go under the ocean? And I just say, <laughs> Oh, ye of little faith.
1: Of course it can. <laughs> why wouldn't it be able to go under the ocean? We've taken a boat under the ocean before. More than uh, once. Now, Yeah.
0: I feel like we can speed past a lot of this stuff before we get to there because it does the thing, like I said before, that I hate, where we go to one area. It's the first stop that we can go to, and there's nothing that happens it's the there. the only
1: stop on the map. Um, And then you
0: keep going. I mean, you can keep so-
1: getting your fortune told over and over and over again. It won't yeah, matter. Yeah.
0: Um, it's not going yeah, to make a difference. This, this does start a thing that the last game didn't, where it turns on the microphone, and specifically, it doesn't tell you to yell or anything, but it, like, asks you a question.
1: Are you a boy or a girl? What color are your eyes, son? Ah, just like my father.
0: <laughs> I am wondering if at some point it will play back what we said. I mean, Not to say I that it it's going to time, recognize it. So I don't know. It Yeah, maybe it'll record whatever the last thing is that we said and play it back to us. I could see that happening.
1: Girl. Um, <laughs> green. Um, Leo.
0: <laughs> so, but what we do is we go to this island. We don't do anything important here.
1: We leave. We keep going forward. I, I will say that this we... is the island where you can buy yellow and purple potions. Uh, Yellow is full restore. Purple is eight hearts like a fairy. It just pops up when you die.
0: Oh, okay. Um, But we go to the next area. We get there. We go through this little cave, uh, do a little puzzle that I was like, okay, I, I do want to point out I did like this puzzle where you had to set a bomb, push the bomb across a gap. Using the whirlwind, blow up a little thing, then throw your boomerang to hit a switch to make the the bridge go across. And I'm like, okay, that's actually... They have not done this puzzle before in this game, so it, cool. Um, but we go through all of that just to get to the sanctuary to find the next sage, and he's not there. And yeah. we then have to go back to well, the other town. Well, we have to town. do this
1: whole area of there's a bunch like six statues all staring in different directions and we have to figure out yeah yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. we have to do the symbols thing where we gotta write the symbol down that we do we gotta go through all this i didn't just to not have anyone there
1: but i i i only wrote arrows for what direction they were pointing i didn't know that they were making a shape like, of course, they're making a shape because we're gonna have to draw it on the door. But I, like, I, I was staring at my arrows and I was like, which arrow is the starting arrow? Which arrow is the end arrow? Where am I supposed I, to go from here? I just guessed and I got it on the first try. <laughs>
0: I did the image wrong and still got it right.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, I, I was trying to make like a W and stuff, it, and everything I tried, it would stop halfway through to be like, bro, you do not get it clearly. So just stop.
0: Uh, (laughs) but yeah it's like a side
1: it's just an infinity symbol basically
0: yeah they could have done a cool s or something but no they just did an s and a
1: more different s
0: two diamonds next to each other Hmm. um and so we go into there no one's there we have to turn around now there's a note and go back to there hey i'm hanging out
1: back at that one town
0: we go back to the other town. We get there. And then Zelda, who, uh, also when we first get to this town mentions about how she used to come here during her summers. And it's oh, yeah, it's like, like a okay. very
2: rich kid. It's like, Oh yes. I used to summer in this town
1: back in my youth. Mm. Yes.
0: And quite. then she's like, wouldn't you love to go swimming? And you and if you say, yeah, she's like, well, I can't because I'm a ghost.
1: <laughs> Why would you remind me okay. that I can't Thanks. do my favorite summer activity? What's the name um, of this town, too, it's, or this island or town or whatever? It's like uh, Pusachia or something? Uh, papuchia. Okay. It, it just made me want uh, some tamales because I wanted to go find a, you know, get some pupusas.
0: See, that sounds more Italian to me.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah. I thought of a pupuseria, so. Pupusas uh, do sound that. I guess Sorry. it
0: depends on how you say it. When, I, when I'm coming in here going, a pupuchia, it's like, of course, <laughs> I'm going to think it's Italian. What'd you say, BC?
2: Papooses do sound great. Yep.
0: Listeners, yeah.
1: Listeners, if you haven't
2: had have papooses, get papooses. Uh
0: yeah, but we go into here, there's birds. I had to look up what they wanted me to do here because I'm just like, how do I reach these guys with the birds? I don't know. How do I, don't, I, I don't get understand. to such great heights? Um, and what we have to do is there is a tree. That has a little extra dirt below it, well, if you go talk
1: you... to the the fortune teller lady, she'll tell you your fortune and your fortune will have to do with the tree yeah and some dirt.
0: I just read it as you need courage, and I did it th- Were you, was I supposed to do it again when I got there when, no, she, she says get, you she, need
2: she, courage at the end of I think every time, yeah, you had to do it again no. after you find out that you had to talk to the birds.
1: One of the times she told me uh, I needed insight or something, but yeah, or wisdom or whatever. But when I went there this time, she was like, hey, if you courageously head over to that tree with some dirt around it, there's something there for you.
0: So we go up to this tree. You play the song of Discovery. That makes one of those rocket things appear that teach you another song. And then this teaches us the Song of Birds. Man, these songs suck. Well, I mean, at least this
2: finally answered the question I've had for a while, which is, why do birds suddenly appear every time Link is near? Uh, and I've just been wondering that for a while, but now I I know it's The Song of Birds.
1: Right. Mm, okay. but we,
0: oh, Karen. We, pl- we play this, and then Carbon is his name, uh, appears in front of us as birds drop him off, and he's just like, and hey, what are you doing? I am just what's hanging up? out with my birds. And we explained to him uh, what's going on, and he's just like, okay, fine, take me back to the sanctuary. Alright, I'll we'll hop do on the the
1: a train. Stuff. I'm, I'm like at you know, least at least I won't be able to break too many rules in this short distance. Because I I figured he's gonna want us to follow some rules. And breaking one rule isn't that big of a deal breaker, really. So I was like, hey, as long as I come into the train station easy i probably shouldn't piss them off too much just just you know not get hit by anything really well you know who doesn't care about rules
0: pirates uh who show up like as soon as we start this uh pirate ship shows up and they uh and this is well no this isn't that weird but i feel like in wind waker there was a difference between pirate ships and then the ships that were filled with mini-blends. Mm-hmm. Like, mini-blends were, like, the things that were, like, left over. They're, like, submarines. On these, like, dead ships and stuff.
1: They were, like, submarines that are like that were surfaced. Oh, uh, sure.
0: Yeah. But this one, uh, we get into there, and we have this scene where we have to protect Carbon. He's in the middle, and he's just like, don't let any of them touch me. And they keep breaking in the windows, climbing in. Yeah, they're doing they a lot of damage to our to passenger car. Yeah. Um, I don't but know if it's after, or not. After all of that, uh, a big blend shows up, and we get this scene that I thought I was going to lose for sure uh, because he is on the very far left side, Carbon's on the very far right, and he's slowly coming towards us. And we can hit him as much as we want, but he will do this swinging move that will launch us to the other side and also make us have to swipe over Link to get yeah. him to stop
1: being dizzy. Yeah, we get confused. That's 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 a big part of it. Because also there are there are mini blends that are still coming in through the door or through the windows, I guess. And
0: eventually, yeah, they combine that in with her. You'll have to you'll have
1: to make because if they only the only thing they do is if they stand around carbon too long, they will eventually pull out a gate or a cage mousetrap style and, and capture him. So you just oh, have I to, didn't
0: get that far. So I guess I was all right
1: yeah as long as you as long as you don't let them stand around him too long, you're fine okay.
2: the big guy as soon as he gets the carbon he will um he will immediately just net him and it's okay I was like does he oh, knock him out God. the window
1: with his club Swoosh. no he just as soon as <laughs> the net a- goes
2: over carbon it's game over, yeah uh, yeah, this
0: was stressful
2: i actually, i mean you
1: you kind of push him back. With your your hits,
0: barely, yeah, barely.
1: Um, but you can I, also
0: get around him if you can make your way to his back. He mm-hmm. will turn around, but he'll still con. He will still go and correct himself of being like, oh, right? I'm going, I'm here for the old guy.
1: Yeah, I messed around with this for a while because I didn't know if it was going to be a thing where we had to get him pushed all the way back, or if he had damage, or if it was a time thing, and the time eventually because if you mess up here you have to redo the entire thing if you mess up Mm -hmm. on the big blend um including getting back in the train starting all over again encountering the pirates all of it
0: i i I count myself lucky then i guess because i i thought for sure i was like i'm gonna screw this up and got you know got out just by like you know the the last little second but it turns out i was doing okay i guess so
1: the 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 one thing that that caused me the most trouble was he eventually when he does his swing he will do a backhanded one yeah. a second one and so that a couple of times got I saw like a cage start to come out but you know whatever
2: Yeah I actually was I actually kind of just enjoyed this section because it was different I found it less stressful than driving the bridge guy around uh, I would rather do this than drive the bridge guy around <laughs> And it was just a unique view, yeah. I think, of like, oh, we're on a train in the ocean fighting pirates. It's weird. <laughs> it's cool.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh after we do this, he we we get introduced to another new mechanic on here that this alone started to make me really interested in playing this game more because I think it's gonna open up a lot of side quests. Uh and he says, here's a force gym. I just happen to have one. And he says it in this way where he's just sort of like, what, you didn't know this stuff? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, yeah, when you do good things for people, they give you energy and energy creates new tracks. Mm-hmm. Where have you been, kid? Come on, dude. <laughs> What's up? I thought you were an engineer. I think it has to do with his, his eyes. His eyes, are he, it, they're just like half open and he just looks so over everything. Yeah. In general. Well, he just wants to hang out in the um, sky with
2: the birds, man.
0: Uh, I get it man I get it this reminded me of uh, what
2: I forget what they're called but it was the the coins that we had in Minish Cap where you like walked around and you just had to show people those emblems or like those medallions
1: oh yeah the kinstones yeah
0: that's it the kinstones
1: yeah there's gonna be a bunch of these like we don't have uh, like spirit gems in this one we've got like stamp books and people to help and stuff yeah. like that but they'll they'll fill in little tiny parts of our tracks and
0: which i like that idea mm-hmm. because i i i have scoured all the entire map that we have to find as many bunnies as possible mm-hmm. and still like only have half of them and i'm yeah. just like where are they and now that they're saying if we go and take someone to a different place it's not just going to be like here's some here's some rupees Here's this one little treasure thing or something like that. It's going to be like, no, we're going to expand the map out for you whenever mm-hmm. you do that, and that sounds really cool to me.
1: Yeah, I I think uh, with Phantom Hourglass, I started like a second file, like I started playing it again, and and I don't think I finished it.
0: Yeah, thanks, PC. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, I know.
1: <laughs> with this game, well, because it was a new Zelda game, whatever. With this oh, game back
0: then, okay. yes,
1: yes. With this game, I didn't start a second. Once I beat it, I didn't start a second playthrough of it. I just kept playing that file and looking for that's new awesome. things.
0: Yes, yeah, that's great.
1: And I wanted I'm, to like find all of the tracks if I could. So,
0: I mean, I I may be speaking too early though. We are like at the halfway mark, past the halfway mark of this game in terms of like what we're seeing after this mm-hmm. episode. Um, I'm really enjoying this game, guys. It's weird. I am really enjoying it. Anyway, so uh as we go on to here and we play the song, the song is a little different because it doesn't do um what is it? It's not like consecutive notes. It does mm-hmm. like skip a note. And so it makes it a little bit harder because again, playing this flute sucks. It really does suck. Uh because you do have to physically blow in it. The microphone in these systems is not good. Yeah. It is it is it will detect you either not blowing enough or blowing more than you should. I,
1: I wonder if it would just be better to just yell <laughs> because if you're not blowing directly on the mic port, if you yell, maybe at least it registers something because sometimes I'll be like, okay I got it, and then I'm just not blowing in the right spot because I'm paying attention to where my stylus is or whatever. That's what I'll try for next I mean, time.
0: Just
2: scream
1: at it. I hate you know, it so much! I'm gonna go
0: out and, I'll be sure to go out in public. Banflu
2: as you use it just sing the pitches <laughs> uh,
0: but we do that song it opens up a new map uh, that gives us this whole thing and then he also says uh, you know the temple is underwater so yeah you're gonna have to go underwater what? yeah you're trying to go underwater before? what are you talking about what? Um, here Spirit I train. left it a... I remember leaving myself a note on how to how to turn on the underwaterness of this world and and he has a he has a a wax stamped envelope to himself.
1: Right. That he gives up. Self-address us. it, you know. Um,
0: uh, but it marks three spots on the map. When you go to those three spots, there are these things over there that if you pull your horn when you're near them, you do it in the right order, it opens up this mouth in the middle of the ocean. And if you drive into the mouth, you'll go underwater. And now we are in an underwater train, uh, which is a normal train, except we are encased in a bubble. I don't know if you guys picked up on that.
2: Uh-huh. I just want to say I it's a spirit train. hate this statue mechanic because, like, literally, you have to be looking
1: at the statue yeah. and pulling your horn. Yeah, you can't just blast it. You have to be like, because I couldn't tell if, if, if me looking at it did something different. Because I was laying on the horn and I'm like, I'm close enough to my note. And then when nothing was happening, I'm like, where is that? Where, where the, like, look for it, get it on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's right there. And then honk the horn again and then it would go. So I didn't know if yeah. that was like part of it or not. And you also have to do it in order. So, like, if, you know, mm-hmm. the first statue
2: is on top of a mountain or something and you didn't look up there. <laughs> Um, right. Then you're going to have to start from the beginning and drive all the way around, which takes like four to five minutes. If you just go yeah. straight to where you're supposed to be, is four to five minutes of doing nothing. Literally four to five minutes of driving just to hit these stupid switches, and you're yeah. not doing. You got
0: anything. those little flying jellyfish that you can hit and get rupees. Like, oh yeah. you can still messing with a, for a rabbit
2: that can just run on water for no apparent yeah. reason.
1: What ocean water rabbits? bunnies? Yeah, ocean mm-hmm. rabbits, right? Yeah, duh. Read a book, BC. <laughs> I guess I should.
0: I guess I should, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> I was desperately low on health, so I was like, "Please, nothing mess with me, please." I don't want to start this all over again.
0: What I really liked about this is that after we do that, and we go underwater. The tracks turn into base, almost like a roller coaster yeah. layout. Because they get this verticality to it that I'm like. This is interesting to me. I'm underwater in a train. We also have those spiky urchins that we had to do the little claw mini game in the last game with. Right. And you can just blow them up. And I was like, thank
1: you. (laughs) And then I had to sit there and mess with the squids and they're a pain to hit. And I needed to make sure all of them died because I had a heart left and none of nothing was giving me health.
0: Um, when you do go down there and you get close to the temple, it does start sending more bad trains and spitting ass. trains out at you um and fortunately, I was able to like I was already going like left, they sent one left, and then there's a little loop that I mm-hmm. could just like turn around and do a u-turn and then just went right back in in the middle of it they sent another one right thinking we're like oh we're gonna block them and like, yeah like it's connect four but they send it on like a completely different the other side of it <laughs> i'm just like i'm not going over That's there dude me, like don't even worry dude. about it yeah and so i was it was real easy for me to just like i'm just gonna turn around here and then just go in easy <laughs> so that leads us into the ocean temple uh this was one of my favorite dungeons that we've had in these ds zelda games um although it is kind of dumb that literally there is nothing water related in it (laughs) the the boss is
2: kind of in water uh, but that's about it yeah
0: yeah well yeah he's in his own little pond uh, (laughs) but that yeah that that's kind of it um when we get into here uh it it's we get that thing at the beginning where they have these stones that say, this is the first one. This is the second one. This is the third one. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to write that pattern down. Uh, We, we sort of, rather than in the last game, I feel like we would be told that and then immediately go to a puzzle. This one, we, we get told that, then we have to go to a different floor Mm -hmm. and then it's not even like immediately there it's sort of like in passing you'll go through one little floating area then you'll go to another floating area and you'll be like oh wait that's that shape
1: here well yeah and And it's right above that floor right
0: Mm -hmm. oh sure yeah yeah but you don't go to it like immediately after
1: yeah no it's one floor up and then um it's in the middle of they're showing you like the floating block stuff and arrows are, are being fired at you or whatever. And so then you go into the next area and you're looking at the arrows. And then all of a sudden you see the switches and I hit one of them just to be like, Oh, I I need to hit that switch. Luckily it was the first switch in the pattern. And I realized quickly they're out like, Oh, I'm in the pattern room. Okay. Uh, hurry before I get hit with arrows. Like here, two, three, four, there we go.
0: Right. Well, it's it, it's funny because it, the the first part of that you automatically get arrows shot at you that you have to deflect. Yeah. The next one it just it is a a if you fail, it'll just shoot a dozen <laughs> arrows. Okay, that's what at it was you from
2: all directions. Okay.
0: From all directions. It's actually like kind of a a, a cool trap layout. I was um, like hurry, but-
1: I I need to do this before arrows shoot at me um sort of thing. So I didn't realize that. Um, but they're the also first... teaching you uh, a mechanic for later that a pattern on a floor below will have to be applied to a floor above it.
0: Right. Rather than it being, like, directly, you know, in the last game, it was right. just like, we will tell you exactly what you were about to do. Okay. Write this pattern this down. One is, and put it over here. Yeah, this one. Yeah, if you read a stone, it'll be like hey, this pattern might be important. And they get, this is one of the most complicated patterns that we'll have later on too. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. Hopefully they don't uh,
1: like keep going with this idea. Honestly, I'm Where for it's it. like, here's a room with like a million things you got to do. Yeah, But they won't, they won't because it's a
0: Zelda game. Right. And they still have to make it for babies. <laughs> like I want, I want the missed level puzzles. No, I, I like in this kind of thing. I, like, I definitely yeah. like this um also taking, i was taking have... notes
1: in an interesting way i was like going back and forth and being like okay like let's think about this let's like think about this mm-hmm. whole the the final the, the last two floors i guess really but yeah
0: uh we also have on the first floor there is a little hallway where boulders keep coming through that the way to solve it is also a little different. It's not just you hit a switch. Because you what you got to do is you go on the second floor. And there is a switch that changes the hole that the boulders fall through. But what happens is that when you do that, you now can't get across it. So I don't know about you guys. I went and hit the switch. Realized like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Had to go back, turn the switch back off, come through here, and then hit it with my boomerang. Yeah. And this uh-huh, is designed right. in that way. Like, you can tell they designed it. So that they wanted you to do it wrong, but to make it also very clear how you did it wrong. And I was like, that's, that's cool. They did it in a different way rather than just flat out being like, here is the switch. It does the thing. Move on. They give you, they give you a chance to do it wrong. <laughs> and it's designed like, in that way. And I'm like, that's great.
1: Well, I thought I had to use the switch to bring up the ground so that I could keep going up the path. And no, because you just get killed by boulders every time mm-hmm. I also did not see the other side of the puzzle on on the floor below because what this does is when you when you switch the trap doors, the boulders continue rolling for a while and then fall down, which mm-hmm. on the floor below you allows you change where the boulders drop into the to the floor and allows you a clear path to get past. It looks kind of
2: comical because the boulders are just like appearing and then plummeting into oblivion and then drop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, we do have a mid boss in here and like, we we actually have a mid boss. Proper
2: mid boss.
0: Well, we've had mid bosses. It's just, this is the one that's actually a little bit. This one is different. This is a new character that fights in a different way. The character is called snapper, but I was calling them mistress. Um, (laughs) Because they will use a whip on us. Okay. And uh, and it's actually interesting because if they get the whip on us, then we will be stuck to them. And if we get too close, they will push us aside, still stuck to the whip, and have control. And we have to time, like, when they start to pull us at them to be slashing at the same time. At least that's how I did it.
1: You basically want to be grabbed by the whip, but you can't just then rush in. Attack!
2: I I um, loved this yeah. this mini boss fight. Uh, it was it was fresh. It was fun. There mm-hmm. was like something to figure
1: out, and like exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a one trick thing to figure out, but that was enough for dungeons in these games, where it's just usually here's like a new variant on some chews. Like we'll get later in this dungeon, yeah you know? yeah, we get two, but we get two new hat. variants on shoes, or you know <laughs> yeah. like here's three keys that are on fire, you know, whatever. this one was kind of cool, I also like the the trend of giving the dungeon item to the mini boss, like we had that with the boomerang in in Twilight Princess, or whenever they do that, that's always fun, like it m- makes
0: it more important it yeah. makes it like yeah more con- contextually makes sense. I am taking this from there. this
1: this character.
0: Um and yeah, that gives us the whip. Um and I thought for sure we were going to be getting like the um was it the grapple hook or whatever mm-hmm. from Wind Waker Same. because we had seen the um swinging points throughout here, so it's like I knew I was going to get something to do that. But instead, they give us this whip that is actually a really cool design because it's got a snake mouth on the end of it. Mm-hmm. This would
2: literally the rope snake from uh uh Earthbound.
1: Oh, Okay, I oh, thought you. Yeah, I thought okay. you were going to say Moses. Um, <laughs> did, didn't didn't wouldn't this in Phantom Hourglass? I thought this was also an item no. there too. Yeah, no not a rope no. snake. What what did we get in? What did we get in that one? We got the grapple hook. Was it just the grapple hook? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: So, yeah, with this, uh, we can now swing from those anchor points that are like these wood arms sticking out, and we can Tarzan our way from one to the other as well. Uh, They add some new interesting things in here, and I actually like... There was a complaint in the last game that I had when we got the... Was it... Yeah, I think it was the... Was it the grapple hook that lets you... I'm 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 kind of stuck here. Um there's a part where you pull a tongue out of a, a statue, yeah, kind of thing, and I thought it looked really bad in it, that I couldn't actually tell what it wanted me to do. This one, it does it in a weird way where where you have these fish heads on the walls with swords in their mouth, and the swords have a ring on it, and you can use the whip to pull it out. And throw the sword into another mouth. And, and the, and the mouths like, are like
1: looking at you like oh. yeah.
0: yeah, they're animated in a way where I'm like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and I understand it. And it's it's really good design.
1: Um I enjoy it as well.
0: We also get an odd thing where there are these thorny gates. Yeah, that we can use the whip to pull the thorns off to get through the gate.
1: Right, because the the thorns were blocking the the space that you could walk through.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Foreshadowing, one. Uh, Two, this is one of the (laughs) only weapons in the game where it might be best not to use it with the left trigger or your offhand trigger. Um, Because typically I use, if you hit the shoulder button opposite your dominant hand, It'll bring up your item and the problem is that since the game is set up around you touching the screen like for this a lot of times you have to hold items and holding the left button doesn't count as holding that item. Holding down on the screen does. So it took me a while to figure out the functionality of being able to grab something and then throw it because I was holding the left trigger to pull up my item and then doing whatever when I needed to hold down on the actual screen to to hold okay. it and throw it, I, I didn't I really
0: have it. a problem with that. Like I've been using the trigger this whole time, and I didn't really have a problem. It, like it's that also kind of very quality.
1: forgiving. The there are only a few swords that can actually break and not regen or whatever when you're grabbing stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also did. I did fall off the propeller grabber. Yep. There's a, there's a little propeller thing that we have to ride up to a a door that, because I wasn't holding the stylus on the screen in the right spot, or I let my hand drift or something, and it, uh, it, it got off the spot where it was grabbing onto the thing, and I died. But, you know, I just did it again. Well, I'm saying, like,
2: when we have to hold on for dear life, if you let go of the L button and hold on the stylus, you're fine. If you hold the L button and let go yep. of the stylus, you'd fall to your death.
1: Okay, I could have let go of the L. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or R button.
0: Yeah. I, I had figured that out like the first time because I, and it was annoying because I was sitting on that propeller for a little while and then let go too soon. And I was just like, oh, well, that's dumb. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I don't, I don't like that you have to hold it down like that.
1: I just let mine drift too far below the propeller itself. Uh, and, that was enough for it to be like, you're not grabbing the propeller anymore. And I was like, Oh, I have to keep my stylus like near the propeller, like around Mm, it. Okay.
0: I didn't. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that either. Uh, so yeah, we do have a puzzle later on that we have to memorize, you know, uh, 24 different spots when you really think (laughs) about it. Uh, maybe not 24, maybe 12, 12 spots, six six and six, um, no. Um, uh, no, it's six it's
1: twelve because there's or there's sixteen no, on no, one yeah, floor 14. and sixteen on the second floor.
0: Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> you have to you have to memorize the the placement of a number of different things in one floor and then mimic that in the next floor. And it is like pulling those swords out and moving them to one other spot. Mm-hmm. And it is like I said, one of the probably the most complicated puzzle we've had in terms of like we'll tell you what the solution is uh by reading this and then you have to go somewhere else um that we've had so far because i feel like everything else is like maybe four or five things while this one is tenish places that you have to remember um of course you can easily just mark down i did it i did it like zero and one mm-hmm. just like i did like zero zero one zero okay. one to be like there's two of these spots here and then just that's how i did it on mine. yeah um I mean, I, I, sure.
1: I, I gave them all a, a, a number, but then I underlined the ones that were correct, or that had something in it. See so the, the, what I like about how this works is, you can change, like the swords and, and crap around, but they will. It reverts like the one floor will revert. The other one stays how you changed it or something like that. Um, and so that's how you know which like if you leave that floor and come back to it, it'll be like the floor that has the solution already will go back to the solution.
0: There's a stone that says, remember this solution yeah. on this floor.
1: And so letting me know, like, yeah, but that was another way to to tell like, wait, which which floor is the right floor and which floor is the floor that I enter the solution um the one where i change stuff and it goes back to you know reverts back to standard default is the okay that that's good to know all right
0: also that floor technically has two different solutions in it mm-hmm. that take you two different ways because the first one that you come across uh there's a stone that basically says if there's one that has three in a row you need to remove yeah get rid of all it Says those. It, it says it more poetically Uh, but that's basically what it says. Yeah. yeah. And that opens up a door. You'll come back around to that. And then you need to do it in a different pattern to go along with the other ones in the floor to open up another door somewhere else.
1: And then that factors into the overall solution, which is those three need to be empty.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I thought this one was a really fun dungeon to go through. It felt longer than most other dungeons, which is good because, in my opinion, even the best dungeons that we've had previously have been way too short. It it felt so, like a, giving some um,
1: a segment from the Ocean King Temple in the last one, but just, like, none of the, like, you're weak and phantoms can kill you, like, in one shot crap. Like, the... The sneaking around time mechanic. It just felt like it was six big floors. Some of them interacted floor to floor as we went up them. I also like that we start on the bottom of the ocean, and then we have, like, six or seven floors in this. And so by the time that we get to the top, we're fighting the boss on top of the water, like, above the water. Right,
0: and you can see that from the world map, too. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. That's great. Love that. That's that's context. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't get that a lot in these games because they just couldn't, right? Uh we're we're put so deep underground or like we're in some other temple somewhere that you never really get to see stuff from the outside. Um yeah, so we go through all of that and eventually that takes us to the boss. Phytops, the barbed menace.
1: Yes, the barbed menace.
0: Uh either of you have trouble at all with this one?
2: No, I, I think um, I think it was nice that we had a little like a sin to the boss section at the start. Um, mm-hmm. Love those. And then I think it did a, it was a pretty nice boss fight, I think. Um, you know, some stuff we've seen before, but you just like rip off his thorns and throw them at him. And it was, uh, he was a gross and goofy looking boss. I think that was the thing that <laughs> stood out. It was just like the weirdest, goofiest looking
1: boss. The the fight didn't like really escalate though. Like uh, other than he adds it, it, more tentacles, yes. but all they really do is the same thing. It's just kind of smack down next to you. Like you didn't you never had to pop more things around his eye. He didn't really do any or it didn't really do anything change anything about its movement other than I've got another tentacle or two to hit you with. Um, right. but I mean, all of it, the the fight was fine. It just didn't really like go anywhere or ramp at all.
0: Yeah. Still wasn't like super inspiring or inventive compared to like the bosses that we've seen in this mm. game and the previous game. Uh, I mean, this is the first one that took full advantage of like the, the, the dual screen to like it, you know, well, no, I, I guess, I guess the first one did do it for like other than that, like yeah. it flew up. But this one, you know, you, with the tentacles up at the top, you had to sort of like, you didn't necessarily have to pay attention because I took a lot of damage anyway. I was still fine. Yeah, um, I just sort of brute forced through it of just like, yeah, just grab the thorn and throw it. Just keep doing that. You're gonna be fine. You'll make it through. Don't worry <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we go through all that. We beat Phytops tops, um, and we get the next. Again, I don't th- have they named them I keep saying Force Gym. It is but but first the- Gems.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know if they've named them that, but
0: we we awaken the power in this temple that then went to the spirit temple and brought a new goes, section down.
1: <laughs> it it looks it looks more hilarious though because it come it actually will like before, leave the entrance of the of the temple, but this entrance is like underwater. And So it's like, wow, yeah. like flying out yeah. from under the ocean.
0: Um, also, I do like the fact wow. I as I if, if I remember, uh, I will need to immediately go back into this dungeon because there's a bunch of treasure chests um, that I want to go get.
1: I got all the treasure chests, but I didn't get the bomb because I used all of my bombs on... Uh, what was it? There was, there was a fight right before I got to the, the wall where the bomb was, where I just threw all of my bombs at something.
0: I We don't have a lot of enemies. It either. might have
1: been the big blend, I think, in the train, where one of the times I tried was oh. just, like, unloading oh. bombs at him to see, yeah, it was, it, it would back him up each time.
2: And the mini blends, when you're fighting them, they drop a ton of bombs. Mm-hmm. So that was how I cleared those out because if there was ever a situation where like two popped up behind me and one popped up in front of me, I would just throw a bomb behind me and then take out the one in front.
1: Yeah, okay. So yeah, by the time I got to that bombable spot in this dungeon, I had no bombs left and none dropped whatsoever in the dungeon. So,
0: But yeah, um, that will wrap up this episode. For the next episode we're gonna to get to the entrance of the next dungeon uh so go back to the spirit temple, awaken that, get another piece uh do some exploring we now that we can talk to some more people, possibly get some more more of the map unlocked as we help people along uh go do all that, get some heart containers, sell some stuff or buy some train parts do whatever you want it's your money it's your it's your treasure uh but do something that leads you to the entrance of the dungeon and then meet back here we'll talk about it on Jot of the Wild
1: Let you do. <laughs>